pleased to welcome uh, two gentlemen who have well over 10,000 runs in test cricket and uh, after whom this incredible trophy is named. Mr. Gavaskar, Mr. Border, and I understand Mr. Gavaskar has landed in Australia a while ago, completed his quarantine. Mr. Border, does he get a dinner invitation to your house? And, and how soon is that going to happen? Yeah, well, uh, we have the test match in Brisbane, but it's the fourth test. So I'm expecting Australia to be up, what, 3-0 by then. So he mightn't want to come out to the Border residence, but uh, open invitation to the little master because uh, we've had a you know, great friendship over a lot of years stretching back to my first trip to, to India back in 1979. But I, I do reckon I played against Sonny before that, um, playing for New South Wales when India were in Australia during World Series cricket. Would that be right, Sonny? And you play, you would have played New South Wales in one of those, you know, practice matches before. And I, I remember yeah, playing against yeah. India and uh, yeah. being totally in awe of Gavaskar and Beatty and Chandrasekhar. I think yeah, that was sort of, those legendary spinners were still playing at that stage. Uh, so it was, a, it was a great thing for a young man to experience that. Sunny, well, I, seriously, I don't think you got too many runs in that game. So that's why I don't remember you from that game. <laughs> <laughs> but but hey. you gave us plenty. Hey, hang on a minute. You gave us plenty of course to remember you after that. But, <laughs> but that All particular right, game... Uh, you started remember oh, well no I'm, I'm just telling you because you know uh, and the other thing could be that i probably wasn't playing in that game so if you weren't playing in the game you didn't always come to the ground as you know i mean you were given a break uh, so you know you, you didn't actually come to the ground if you were not playing so that could be it. Uh, yep yep uh, fair enough yep, yep. well he mentioned uh, brisbane sunny bhai your debut yeah. 100 against australia came at the age of 28 1977 113 <laughs> in brisbane uh, give us your recollections of that landmark innings and that game well, you see, we didn't play Australia for a long time, either at home or um, in Australia. Uh, I made my debut in 1971 and then for seven years, I did play against the Australians, but for the World Eleven. But for seven years, we didn't play uh, the uh, the Australians. Uh, and so um, when we went to Australia in 77, 78, uh, there was, of course, at that particular time was the first year of World Series cricket. Uh, so Australia, you could say, were probably some of, I mean, their major players were taken away. Jeff Thompson was the was the one player who was still around. And as far as the Indian team was concerned, he was the only one we were concerned about, worried about, because, you know, we had to face Jeff Thompson. The others, if they were not there, that was, uh, you know, that was fine. And uh, yes, so getting to that uh, 100 uh, was was a good feeling. There was Alan Hurst, who was pretty quick as well. He played a few test matches for Australia. And uh, we almost won the game. Uh, but, you know, that was what India was doing in those uh, days, that we were coming so close, but we didn't have maybe the belief uh, to, to deliver the knockout punch. I think we lost by 14 or 16 runs if I recall that uh, game we were chasing I think 300 odd or something and we almost got it over there great memories let's go to a, a 24 year old AB uh, in Chennai then known as Madras not even Chennai your first 100 against India 162 uh, you want to share some memories and uh, does the name Dilip Doshi ring a bell <laughs> <laughs> yes well I suppose that was an eye opener for um, all of us young Australians to travel to India we hadn't been to India as Sunny said we hadn't played a lot of cricket against each other for the preceding what 10 or 15 years and then uh, of course India in Australia a couple of years before uh, my first tour which was 79 so an eye-opener different cultures um, so it was um, very very different for us as young players um, to, to cope with the different conditions but uh, we, we had an absolute ball you think back to those days, we played six test matches, no one-day cricket. So it was a long tour. I think we were away about 13 weeks. So so I recall yeah. the first game being in Chennai, Madras at the time, very, very hot, humid. 
But uh, we played on like it was an absolute belter of a track, you know, very flat, batsman-friendly surface. And then as tended to happen in India at that stage, you know, you'd sort of the wickets would wear down and, and be more difficult as you went into day four and five. But certainly we won the toss batting first. Um, it was a seriously good track. No spin, no swing. In fact, I think I got dropped early on. Is that right, Sonny? Who was the guy, a really good fieldsman actually, but dropped me early on off Kapil, round, round the corner? First ball, first ball, Yajavendra Singh, who actually yeah. had, uh, yeah, Yajavendra Singh, I think he, he had a record for uh, for a long time. He probably does of holding the most catches in a test match, uh, that is seven. Yeah. I think he shared it with Greg Chappell. And then maybe uh, Ajin Kirani a couple of years ago maybe broke it when he took eight catches in the game. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Yaju, Yaju in the single, brilliant fielder. He dropped you first ball, first ball. Dropped it, dropped it, and then of course I made 162, and then I got run out in the most yep. bizarre fashion. I think it was Graham <laughs> Yallop whack one back down the, the wicket at uh, Dilip Doshi, and it wasn't a great fielder, even off his own bowling, um, not fantastic, but. He rico- it ricocheted from his hands and I sort of slipped a little bit in, in backing up and, of course, couldn't get back before the ball ricocheted onto the stump. So I was eyeing a big, big score that day, but um, wasn't to be. But that was my you know, first foray into uh, playing cricket in India. And I thought, oh, how good is this? You know, it's a bit hot. But uh, the wickets, if they, if they stay like this, that'll suit my game down, down pat. But, of course, when you start batting, it's one thing to bat on day one, a lot more difficult batting on day five, so, as I soon found out. Yeah, and Dilip Doshi was six for 103 in that particular one. Sunny Ba, you featured in that mammoth home series win against uh, Australia in 1979. I mean, victories in Calcutta and then Bombay, now Mumbai. Lots of people say that that side was the foundation for our World Cup win in 1983, even though that was one-day cricket and this is Test cricket. Your memories of that 1979 series? It was a tough series. We had just come in from England and I think within a week or 10 days uh, we were playing the Australians so uh, we'd been on the road for quite a while in fact we'd been on the road uh, uh, since uh, Pakistan in 19 in September 1978 and we came back and we played against uh, six test matches against the West Indies and then within I think two weeks after a West Indies tour of India finished we went to England for a four test series again almost a three and a half month tour and we came back from uh, there so we were all uh, in pretty much, uh, you know, I mean, good nick, if you could say that. We were all in good nick and we were all gelling together at that time because, you know, when you play together for such a long time, uh, then you'd start to gel together. And um, when the Australia series started, Kapil Dev had completed one year as an international cricketer. He made his debut a year earlier, October 1978 against Pakistan. And, you know, in that one year, he had learned so much that uh, he was the one who was uh, making the difference. I mean, Dilip Doshi bowled superbly throughout that series. Shivlal Yadav bowled well, but it was Kapil with both bat and ball who was changing the course of the game. So getting crucial wickets at the top and then again in the middle. So that's what I remember. So uh, I think we won a test match in, in Kanpur as well. Was it uh, Kolkata and Mumbai or was it uh, Kanpur as well? I think no. uh, uh, Kolkata was an interesting finish from memory. Yashpal, yeah, Yashpal Shamla was whacking him over. You were chasing a bit of a score. And all of a sudden, the, the game came to life on the last day. But I don't think you actually end up winning. But yeah, certainly won two of those test matches. Uh, I think the big thing for, for us, Sonny, was um, the change in the guard between, you know, Bishan Bedi, Chandrasekhar, Prasanna, all were out of the side. It was only, I think it was only uh, Venkat survived. Correct, and yes. then you changed the spinners totally. So Dilip Doshi yeah. came in, Chivlal, and yes. uh, I think Venkat played the first test. Venkat played the first few, I think. And, he and you had a real uh, quick leg spinner who played 
maybe one or two games. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Narsimharao. Yeah, whatever. Narsimharao. Yeah. Bobchi, he he moved to he moved to Ireland. Moved to Ireland. And uh, yeah, he moved to Ireland. He played. I think he played a bit for Ireland as well. He was a pretty good cricketer. He was yeah. more a batsman who who could bowl uh, a few of these, you know, quick. Uh, you know, you're right, absolutely. Anil Kumble type of, you know, legs, yeah. pretty fastest spinner. Yeah. 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 So he moved to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Border, your own Test match victories against India, ones you featured in. I mean, I remember the 91-92 series, McDermott and Boone doing so well. And then there was that victory in the Sydney Test earlier, 1981. A Test victory against India in which you featured in, that's really, really dear to you. What would that be? Well, I mean, uh, I'm talking about Test victories. The the, the one thing that uh, you know, stands in my mind, you know, we talk about this rivalry over so many years, was the of course, the tie test match. I mean, that's the game that sort of really got everyone talking about, you know, a rivalry and what special cricket these uh, nations produce. You know, we've got uh, different cultures. So, we, you know, we have different uh, ways of going about our cricket out in the middle and different things. But, gee, to play in that tied test match, that was uh, quite incredible to have that sort of tight game. So many runs scored. I mean, I, I think back, we made 574 for, I think, seven declared. And really, we were the team that should have lost, you know, on the last afternoon. I mean, it's quite extraordinary that so many runs can be scored, but you can still, you know, conjure up a game that goes right to the wire and a perfect tie, a, a dismissal with only one ball left. You know, quite, quite incredible. So that is one of those special moments for me. Test match victories, we had a lot of success against India in Australia. In those days, our pitchers... A lot, of, lot more pace and bounce than we've seen in recent times. India always had strong spin, but until Kapil Dev came along, you know, the, the faster side, of, you know, fast bowling side of the equation was probably the area that uh, lets you down as far as you know that strike power, firepower that uh, we had in abundance, you know, on our own pitches. So that that's probably it. Was always one of those advantages, wasn't it? The home team had the advantage. When we went to India, we struggled with the ball turning. Against spin, India conversely uh, tend to struggle. Although Sonny seemed to, he quite enjoyed uh, batting in Australia. He we made there was one. What was the series we made three hundreds, three hundreds and three ducks? I think it was nineteen seventy seven. Which actually is a nice segue to the next question because post that debut hundred, Sunny Bhai, there were two other hundreds in the seventy seven series, two in yeah. the nineteen seventy nine series here in India. Then of course that one sixty six not out in Adelaide in nineteen eighty five, uh, hundred and three if I'm not mistaken at the Wankhede in eighty six, and then uh, that. 172 at the SCG. So let's keep the debut aside. Any other big hundred that really comes back, which you, which you made in very telling circumstances amongst all those other hundreds? I think uh, maybe uh, that 166 not out at Adelaide uh, comes to mind because um, I retired uh, at the end of uh, the second day's play. Australia had uh, Australia had declared. Uh, having scored another 550-odd runs. And uh, so we went into bat, uh, I think, towards maybe a, an hour and a half before the end of the day, so maybe an hour. And Srikant uh, and I opened the batting and Srikant got some runs. And then I got hit on my uh, forearm uh, by a McDermott uh, bouncer. And so that, uh, you know, despite the fact that I had an arm protector, overnight it had become, you know, it had the bruising had, you know, because it had uh, swollen up. So I couldn't resume my batting uh, the next day. So then going into bat, I think after the third or the fourth wicket fell, uh, to be able to bat on and get some runs, uh, that certainly was very satisfying. Mr. Border, your own team, I mean, 91-92, McDermott, Boone, some really great performances in there. So uh, victories that you featured in against India, what would be notable? Yeah, look, uh, we were talking about the victories. I mean, uh, we had some lot of success in matches in Australia, zero success in matches in India. So 
it was all balanced, wasn't it? Um, it was always a real test to see if you could win away from home, which um, in my time I never achieved. I think the only t- games I won in the subcontinent were in Sri Lanka, and that was when they were sort of very much the minnows. So you could sort of bash them up a bit, but um, India and Pakistan in their backyard, very, very hard to beat. But we had some success um, in, in our own country. So, yeah, memorable victories. Oh, look, the they're all pretty good. I mean, there was no, I don't think there was any, just trying to think of any particular standout one. I mean, for Sonny, I mean, the big one would have been that MCG game where they were just gone for all money. We were going to win the game. Even Sonny tried to finish the game early, you know, by walking off, staging a protest. Oh, that's because me. you guys, that's because you gave me a send off. Hey, I never, I did not give you a send off. You knocked you, knocked you, knocked you. It was Lily, right. it was Lily wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, when you have a look at the video, I keep saying to the people, look, it's a misconception that it was a decision. It's actually, when you look at the video, I'm, I've gone past Chetan Chauhan when I've been given this send off and not in the most uh, diplomatic language. <laughs> That's when I've actually turned back. That's when I've turned back. <laughs> but, but, but you know, you know what they say, Sunny Bai, Saurav Ganguly yeah. taking off his t-shirt in the balcony at Lords and Sunny Gavaskar yeah. walking off with Chetan John. You know, these are two embarrassing moments that both Saurav and you will have to uh, confront all your lives. So I think I, it's I wonderful to so see I you guess. do it with a smile a smile on your face now. <laughs> well, in years, years, years gone by, you can laugh about it now, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. can, we can, we can. Okay, I'm going I'm to come now to, uh, you know, the current series. This is a big one, the Border Gavaskar series this year. Uh, Sunny Bai, we have a wicketkeeper debate going on before the first test. Rishabh Pant or Dhiman Saha, who would be your choice going into Adelaide, considering you know, we've just come off the back of the second warm-up game. Uh, it's, it's going to be a tough uh, tough one for the uh, tour selection committee because uh, Rishabh uh, played in all the four test matches two years ago and he also got 100 uh, and uh, he seemed to have got uh, under the skin of uh, some of the Australian players with his chirping uh, behind uh, the stumps. So I guess the team will probably look to to have him. And then, of course, when you've just come off 100 in a few days earlier, he would be the choice, I think, of the, the management. Uh, when you're... Uh, Playing on pitches where the wicketkeeper has to stand up to the stump, where the ball turns around a little bit, that's when you tend to take your best wicketkeeper. And in which case, you know, Riddhiman Saha would be the obvious choice. But here, because India will be having, you know, pacers and, you know, you can stand behind, you get that little more time to, you know, go for the catch or, you know, you get that much more time behind the stumps, about 15 yards behind the stumps. My feeling is that they'll go for that. Also, because at the top of the order, India is a little bit shaky. They don't know who they're going to go with. Mayank Garwal is, of course, uh, a certainty. Who are they going to open with? Are they going to open with Shubman Gill? Are they going to open with uh, Prithvi Shah? So with that uncertainty at the top, they'd like to, I think, strengthen their batting. And so uh, Rishabh Pant will play. But I'm hoping he plays at six because then that will allow you to pick uh, five bowlers uh, to try and get uh, 20 Australian wickets. Makes sense. So, yeah, I've um, in Sydney the last couple of days watching um, your boys run around uh, against Australia. Yeah. Gee, I was impressed with Gil. I really think he's got something about him, his technique. I know he's yeah. only young, so he, you know, he can play a few rash shots here and there, but gee, he looks a seriously good player, this kid. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he would be my pick uh, out of the guys I saw. I know you guys have got big raps on shore, but um, he seems to me that he plays a shot of ball. Sonny, you know, against a new ball, it, it looks good on flat tracks. But in Australia, you, you've got to be a little bit more watchful about, uh, you know, your shot selection. And he, he just seems a bit loose outside the off stump for me. But, um, yeah, I, if I'm an Indian selector, I'm looking very close at 
young Gil. Yep. You know, Sunny Bai, actually, uh, let me let me butt in here because once Virat returns, I mean, who are you going to look to fill in the gap in the Indian batting? Because looks like Rohit Sharma is only going to be ready for the third test. So in the second test, the the Boxing Day test at the MCG, what would be your middle order combination? I mean, given what Mr. Border just said about Shubman, well, I think what will probably happen is that Ajinkya Rahane will move up from five to four. And Hanuma Vihari will uh, uh, will bat at uh, five. I don't know with Hanuma Vihari also getting a hundred in that game. Uh, Hanuma Vihari might be uh, playing at number six in the first test. Though I would like uh, India to go with five batsmen and one uh, Amir Shapant at six, and then five bowlers. But again, I think I would have gone with five. I would have done with that combination if Jadeja had been fit for the first test as well, because then he also gives the batting a little more depth. Ashwin and Jadeja at seven, eight gives the batting that much more depth. If then you can play a wicket keeper at six, but uh, without Jadeja being fit, I think they'll go in with six batsmen. So Hanuma Vihari at batting at six for the first will move up to five, and then they might look at uh, bringing in uh, KL Rahul for. Uh, the Melbourne game. This is uh, this is what I think. Though he didn't play in both the three-day warm-up games, my feeling is that they'll go for him. Uh, Mr. Border, Australia have an opening uh, conundrum. Warner's yeah. injured. Pukowski's got himself concussed again. Uh, who would you go with as Australia's opening pair in that Adelaide pink ball test? I mean, Marcus Harris has gotten a call-up. So your choice would be? Yeah, look, it's the million-dollar question for the Australian selectors, isn't it? Uh, because they, they would have had certain combinations in mind three weeks ago, and that would have been Burns and Warner. Now, all of a sudden, Joey Burns has just cannot get a run, and he just looks as though he's just a lost soul at the crease at the moment. So it's almost impossible that the, the Australian selectors could uh, pick him, even though he is the incumbent opener played in Australia's last test match. Um, I, I just can't see how they can play him. Warner's injured, of course, so therefore those two out of contention. What I would be doing, what I'm seeing, Marcus Harris would get one of the spots, and the other spot I would be talking to Matthew Wade, who currently bats 5-6 for the Australian team, but... You know, it has opened in, in the short form of the game. He's a bit of, you know, a real fighting sort of a character, a bit of get up and go about him. But if you asked him, I, I'd say he'd not so much jump at the chance to open the batting, but uh, he would do the job for you. And then you, that gives you, allows you to play that Cameron Green, who I think, you know, he's our future. He's that one of those future young players that will play a lot of cricket for Australia. I reckon the future's now. So I was talking about that, you know, a few weeks ago. I think Pukowski... I mean, I don't know what Sonny thinks, but have you ever known anyone to make, you know, four big double hundreds in his first 20 games? I mean, this kid, you know, we don't know what we've got here, but unfortunately he's got these problems with getting hit on the helmet and, and being concussed and he's got this predisposition. And, of course, when he bats now, he's just going to get short pitch delivery after short pitch delivery. And so what we do with him, I don't know. I mean, we've got to come up with some sort of better helmet. Sonny, have you, I, I just don't know what to do about these helmets. Everyone gets hit now. You've got to get assessed, and the assessment always seems to be cussed. I can't ever remember. I got hit a few times. I don't know about you, Sonny. That no, that's only skullcap. Only skullcap. Yeah. <laughs> I can never remember being concussed. Okay, just a big heads up to all our friends from the media and everybody who's on this session. The first test of the Border Gavaskar Trophy, uh, India takes on Australia. The pink ball test at Adelaide. It's December 17th, 8.30am onwards. Live and exclusive on Sony 6, where you'll get the English Tamil 
Telugu feed Sony 101 English and Sony 103 Hindi also streaming live on Sony Live uh, so download the app now now I want to move away from games that the two of you played and just come into generic border gavaskar trophy memories I mean there's been some stellar ones uh, as far as Australia is concerned Nathan Lyons 8 for 50 in Bangalore Mr Border in 2017 uh, so some other recent memories Michael Clark and his 329 not out if you remember 2011 12 you know the Aussies whitewashing India for love that particular year so border gavaskar trophy memories from the Australia side uh, Mr Border uh, great memories and uh, the rivalry just gets stronger and stronger doesn't it uh, because the cricketing teams uh, just have this incredible sort of uh, way of producing you know fantastic games of cricket the rivalry is is alive and and ready to go again um next week but um going back in time look i, I was fortunate to to uh, be a selector on tour when australia finally had their breakthrough uh, series win under i think adam gilchrist was the actual captain at the time but i think ricky ponting was the australian captain he missed the last test match of that series but um you know the final frontier for australian teams was uh, india and we couldn't we just couldn't beat you guys uh, in in your own backyard but uh, so that breakthrough victory as a series win was special but i also remember you know the reverse happening when under steven wall where they'd won about i don't know 14 or 15 test matches in a row and of course vvs laxman had his say in um, proceedings and made this incredible uh, double hundred i mean the quite incredible stuff so few and far uh, successes for australia in the subcontinent and i, I sort of I sort of harp on that because you know just the way it's been and it's only just was it last time you guys were in Australia that you had that breakthrough series win. So the rivalry has been going you know gangbusters with great games of cricket but neither side could beat each other in their own backyard. It was a very frustrating sort of time. For, well, I know for us I don't know whether you guys had the same sort of feeling about that that uh, you know eventually you're going to get this group of guys together that can win away from home and um, you look like you've got it. Yeah, Sunny Bai, Bodagavaskar Trophy memories. I mean, would it be the like you said, after seventy years winning uh, in twenty eighteen nineteen, there have been other stuff. I mean, there's the been the the Warren and uh, Sachin rivalry of ninety eight, Dravid and Lakshman yeah. in Calcutta two thousand one, Dravid Lakshman Agarkar Adelaide in two thousand three. You know, Dhoni's team beating Australia two thousand thirteen four nil. If you remember that, so your favorite yeah, Bodagavaskar yeah. trophy memory, please. Well, I think uh, yes, Sachin Tendulkar and uh, Shane Warren uh, clashed. Uh, in the 1998 and how Sachin Tendulkar prepared for it uh, by having Lakshman Shivaram Krishnan uh, before the uh, Chennai test which was the first test of that series uh, uh, asking him to go and bowl round the stumps because he anticipated that Chain Warren would do that try and bowl in the the rough created by the fast bowlers uh, try and land the ball over there and how he countered that how the, the way he batted uh, so that is uh, something that uh, stands out then uh, you're right i think uh, the recovery the Lakshman and Dravid partnership where they batted a whole day and not to forget Harbhajan Singh's bowling he took 32 wickets in that series 32 wickets including a hat trick so that was that was outstanding because he, he really came of age he was hardly 20 something uh, uh, harvajan at that stage but the way he was getting the ball uh, to you know to loop and turn was reminiscent of you know the the, the spin quartet of the uh, 1970s uh, you know the way he was teasing the batsman that was a uh, delight to watch uh, and then of course uh, the win uh, in adelaide when uh, 
Dravid got a double hundred, and uh, then he got another seventy odd not out in the second innings uh, to take India home. Agarka taking six wickets, uh, and that's another Test match uh, which stands out because Australia scored five hundred and fifty in their first innings mm. and yet lost the match. So that doesn't happen too often that where a team scores five hundred and fifty in the first innings and loses the match. So those are memories that uh, stand out. Uh, then Dhoni hitting a double hundred uh, in two thousand thirteen when India beat uh, Australia four zero. But having said that, I think Steve Smith's uh, century. A couple of years back, on an absolute, uh, you know, turner at Pune, where the ball was turning square from the first ball, for him to get that hundred, he made batting look so simple. It was that was a fabulous, fabulous innings. And uh, I think Steve O'Keefe took uh, seven wickets in each innings. So these are these are memories that stand out. Uh, Hmm. from uh, the 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 border gas catastrophe remarkable okay i'm going to give you a common question or situation the two of you and both of you have to answer so this border gas catastrophe india or australia mr border take your pick yeah, australia of course we're in our backyard we're going to make it very hard uh-huh. for you guys but i am a bit worried about your team mr gavaskar i think india will win australia will probably win the uh, the first one but then India will recover and win the second, third, and fourth, and the fourth one will be washed out. Yeah, you're not. So what, you're, not being, you're not beating us in my backyard, Brisbane. Come on. Oh, def- definitely. No, we're not. We're not. It's, it's going to get washed out. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, you. <laughs> finally, you guys have got some pace bowlers. Uh, they've got some get up ah. and go. I mean, uh, they're serious bowlers. Um, your guys, Shami and uh, Boomer. I right. think he's a, yep. he's a he's a ripper. I've got a lot of time for him. Uh, just the way he plays his cricket. Always got a smile on his yep. face, but ooh, lethal. Lethal when he gets oh, a, yes. uh, when he gets his rhythm going. He's so your guys will worry our guys, but I just reckon uh, our firepower will come through. Uh, Mr. Gavaskar, one player to watch out for from India, and one player to watch out for from Australia in the Border Gavaskar series. Uh, for me, the player to watch out uh, from uh, India will be Mayank Agarwal because he he came to Australia for the last couple of Test matches two years ago, and he actually uh, showed the way because till then India had not got. Uh, and he stopped but he batted brilliantly he actually showed how to tackle nathan lyon because he was stepping down the pitch lofting him straight uh, uh, the freshness of youth you could say whatever and since then he's uh, only become better he's gone uh, from strength to strength uh, look at the season he had last year where he scored a double hundred against south africa i think he got two back to back double hundreds if i'm uh, mistaken if i'm not mistaken uh, so i mean he's the guy uh, i really am looking forward to uh, in uh, this series uh, and uh, from australia i'm looking at uh, this new kid on the block uh, manners uh, labushain because mm-hmm. uh, when sachin tendulkar says that labushain reminds him of him man that is an ominous sign for the bowlers of the world not just india's bowlers but bowlers of the world so i'm yeah. looking forward to to watching uh, watching this new kid on the block that's a, that's a huge rap isn't it to have someone of that yeah. ilk uh, give you that sort of rap i mean yeah. his head probably goes like this you know you have to get a bigger helmet <laughs> <laughs> Mr Border one player from India to watch out for one player from Australia well to me look I'm I'm a huge fan of Bumrah I mean if he keeps himself fit we're talking a guy who can win games for you you fellows I I I worry about him because on our pitches I I think they'll offer a little bit of bounce and a little bit of sideways movement pink ball game you know it's the uncertainty of that you know how the ball behaves uh, under the lights and when you bowl with a newer ball and all those sort of things come in over the four test series for india to win bumra i'm worried about him if he fires up like he did last time get important wickets uh, ruffle a few feathers with the ball i reckon he could make a real difference you always think that the the batting lineups uh, your batting lineup will get enough runs it's just whether you 
you need the 20 wickets to win the test. And uh, he's the stage fit. The, he's the one who's going to be a key. Uh, so I worry about him. And, well, the Australians, look, Cameron Green, he's a, he's a really good young cricketer. So he he's someone to watch, definitely, because... You haven't seen a lot of his uh, bowling or batting probably because he's, he's just fairly new to the systems, but his batting is very good. He's a big, tall lad, six foot six, gives the ball a good whack, and he's got a great technique, you know, re- a really you know, quality technique that'll serve him well. But you throw into the equation, he, he bowls a really heavy ball. You know, I'm talking about he can get into the 140s, and from that height, you know, if he, you know, is allowed to flourish, uh, that's always a big question mark. Uh, you know, I get him a high horse. So I don't know about Sonny when he, I watch the modern game and we've got protection, you know, by, you know, workload issues. You know, you're allowed to bowl so many overs, so many this and that. They don't let the kids just go out and play. But that's another matter. But uh, watch out for Cameron Green. He's, he's a good player. My last question to the two of you legends is, how did you get each other out in your playing days? Mr. Gavaskar, what are the instructions passed on from the Indian think tank to the Indian bowlers, spinners, medium pacers, how to get AB out? What is the strategy? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever strategy it was, it did work because I think AB got more thousands of runs against India. We used to think that uh, when he swept the ball, sometimes uh, he swept the ball a little uppishly towards square leg. Uh, so that was one area that... Uh, we concentrated on keeping our best fielders over there at Square Lake. It didn't always work because, you know, I mean, it's such a near the umpire, standing next to the umpire, Square Lake umpire. So uh, the ball would go from here there. But uh, it was tough to get him out uh, because he had such a solid defense. He had a short back lift, which meant that, you know, if you have a high back lift, you can think in terms of, you know, looking to get the batsman out caught in the slips because the, the high back lift guys tend to push at the ball. But AB didn't have that. AB had a short back lift and then he, you know, he could play with both hands. So he could play the cut shot. He could with the top end drive. So tough. You know, in Marathi, he was called ghaslet. Uh, which is the term of respect, absolute respect. Oh, uh, you know, it's you. a term of respect. It, uh, you know, gaslit in Marathi, translated into English, it means kerosene. Kerosene used to be such a, a rare commodity. It was something that, you know, every household wanted. And it was in short supply in the old days. And that's <laughs> why, you know, if you had a gaslit in your team, if you had a gaslit, kerosene, then you couldn't go wrong. So it was out of respect that uh, Mumbai cricket term, it's a Mumbai, not, not all India term, it's a Mumbai cricket term. Yeah. And that's the respect that we had for AB because we knew that once he settled in, gee, we were in for the long haul. So, Mr. Gaslet, sorry, Mr. Border. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you try and get Sunny Gavaskar out? Bouncers, sledging, combination of the two? Oh, well, I mean, he copped a fair bit of uh, verbal from the Aussie bowlers at times, but, um, you know, water off a duck's back. I, I don't think that worried him too much. And uh, his record is incredible. I mean, so in other words, as an opening batsman, uh, I don't care. You know, who you are, it's the toughest gig, isn't it? Open the batting. So that's total respect because you, you're out there against fresh bowling, new ball, and you're going to be vulnerable early on in your inning. So that's what, what we talked about. We've got to attack Sunny Gavaskar straight away and bowl good lines, good corridors straight away with that new ball. Because if he gets through the new ball, look out, you know, he, he bats long and big scores. Very vulnerable to left arm spinners. Got very low arms. And um, <laughs> I got Mr. Gavaskar out one time and one time only. I won't tell you how many he scored. He was about 130 odd at the time. But it's one nil. One nil to me. <laughs> left arm spinner. <laughs> it's you incredible. Had a lot of trouble. You know, the low arm. <laughs> yeah. That was the answer. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's incredible how much uh, entertainment you've provided uh, to us on the pitch during your playing days uh, you two legends and thank you for all the entertainment you provide off the pitch uh, that's it for this fireside chat from Irishi K please do watch the border gavaskar series starting friday the 17th it promises to be excitement of another level on the sony sports network